Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is the avoidant attachment style. Now, this is video number 230. If you have a question you'd like for me to consider featuring on the Love Chat, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy these videos, I would be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. If you'd like help on your situation, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching. Now then, let's talk about the avoidant attachment style. This is the scary one. This is usually the one most people think that their ex is after a breakup. And they hear the word avoidant, and they think, okay, well, avoidant, avoiding. That makes sense. My ex is avoiding me, so my ex must be avoidant. But what is the avoidant attachment style? So we're going to cover that, and we're going to cover a couple of examples of what it looks like, and a couple of examples of what it is not, the first of which I just mentioned. After a breakup, your ex is avoiding you because of the breakup, much in the same way I avoid going to the doctor because I don't want to get needles and blood drawn and ugh, unpleasant experiences. We avoid studying because it's boring. We avoid taking a test because we might fail. And this one might throw people through a loop. We avoid the anxious attachment style that is, they avoid social interaction because it makes them anxious. Interesting. So let's think about that. The avoidant attachment style is basically the anxious attachment style turned up to 11. It is that they are so afraid or they anticipate fear to the point where they believe they're going to get hurt, right? So why get attached in the first place? I fear commitment. I fear closeness. I fear intimacy, even though I desperately want it. Why do I fear it? Because I believe that in some way, shape, or form, me dropping my guard to that extent will get me hurt. Likely, I've been hurt in the past. So to pull the direct definition from Healthline.com, what is avoidant attachment? An avoidant attachment is formed in babies and children when parents or caregivers are largely unemotionally available or unresponsive most of the time. Babies and children have a deep inner need to be close to their caregivers, yet they can quickly learn to stop or suppress their outward displays of emotion. If children become aware that they'll be rejected from their parent or caregiver if they express themselves, they adapt. When their inner need for connection and physical closeness isn't met, children with avoidant attachment stop seeking closeness or expressing too much emotion. So in other words, you were basically, as a baby, or whoever it might be that has an avoidant attachment, was taught that too much emotion, too much closeness, too much affection is something to be avoided. And when they do, or when they seek it, they are punished. And so basically, they adapt to that situation and no longer seek it. Now, how we're taught to act as babies usually plays out in adulthood. And so if I'm abused as a child, I'll usually show some of those symptoms in adulthood. If I didn't have a father growing up as a child, I'll usually display some of those symptoms in adulthood. Not always, and especially not if I've been getting mental help, etc., because I learned to address those issues, those needs, those voids, those weaknesses, whatever you want to call them, I've learned to address them early in my life. People who don't have an avoidant attachment style are often really confused when they're seeing episodes of the avoidant pushing away. Because what are they doing? Well, they're basically saying, I don't want closeness. Closeness makes me feel uncomfortable and trapped. And when I feel trapped, I want to push you away. So then they push you away. And you're probably either secure, but most of the people listening here, most of the planet, frankly, is anxious. And it creates this unhealthy dynamic. It's called the anxious avoidant trap. 
So they're pushing you away to gain some sense of freedom and to not feel that smothering feeling. So this might mean they take some time and space, even though no fight has happened. It might mean that they push you away or answer your texts very slowly. And what does this do? Well, for you, the anxious person, this increases your anxiety. And so you reach out to them to become more certain. Hey, what's going on? Is everything okay? Did I do something wrong? Blah, 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 blah. And this makes them feel even more trapped and smothered. This really creates a vicious dynamic. And when it happens, they run away to get freedom and space. And you chase after them to get the closeness and security. So the anxious avoidant trap, if you recognize that you're in one, back away. Just back away. Give them their space. Let them do their thing. And I promise you, they will reward you if you do. Now, what do you do about an avoidant partner? Should you date avoidant people? Well, first and foremost, they're not evil. They're not angry. They're not mean. They simply have different needs than you do because of what's happened to them in their lifetime as compared to what's happened to you and your lifestyle. And like anything, as it relates to the brain and the mind and behavior, it's a spectrum. You can be a little avoidant or you can be completely avoidant. And I would hazard to guess that completely avoidant people usually don't find themselves in relationships for very long. And not to mention, you can be anxious with a little bit of avoidant. You can be secure with a little bit of anxious. It is not this black and white, you're either here or you're here or you're there. You can have a mixture of all three. This is called being a human, changing, and experiences mold us and we change. The best thing you can do is ask them what they need. Hey, do you need some space? Is everything okay? Can I do anything for you? And if they're acting short with you, you just give them their space. You back away. Let them do their thing. And they will come to you when they're ready. Now, if you're getting too much space, well, you want to consider if that person is right for you. Because they might not be. Now, can avoidance be helped? Can it be worked on? Absolutely. Really, anything regarding attachment style and behavior can be worked on. If you acknowledge it, you acknowledge when you're doing it. So that goes for anxious, avoidant, secure, anybody really. And you make an active effort to be better and work with a counselor and do things that are helpful and healthy. And if you really work with the avoidant person in your life, maybe even introduce them to some of the reasons behind why they're doing this. So maybe they've mentioned, yeah, I had kind of a rough childhood growing up or I had an abusive family or whatever it might be. Just introduce them to some of this material, right? Perhaps one of my videos or Craig Kenneth's videos perhaps a couple of websites that might help fill them in and understand a bit more of what they're going through, and you let them decide what's best for them. Understanding that the very core of this attachment style is avoidance. So I might not want to be confronted with this big, scary reason as to why I am this way. Maybe I'm avoiding it. But the number one thing that people forget about avoidant attachment is that just because it's called avoidant attachment does not mean they avoid things because of a breakup. It is an attaching style, not a detaching style, meaning we don't consider attachment style during a breakup. A breakup is a separation. I can be completely secure and break up with somebody and avoid them. Because it's a negative situation, I might not know how to act. Attachment style is related to the style in which a person attaches to you. Affection, attachment, closeness, intimacy. It has nothing to do with breakups. Breakup is detachment. It's the opposite. So, will it help? Yes, it will help you because you are now aware of how that person acts. And maybe this video has helped clear up a couple of more things. But ultimately, when somebody is dealing with an avoidant attachment style, 
they will often have trouble with closeness, with intimacy, with too much time together. Perhaps it might even be a case where they're dealing with too much physical touching, and that's something that makes them feel as though they want to push you away and get away from you. It doesn't necessarily mean you've done something wrong, but it would be useful to understand your partner's attachment style, because if you do, you can understand how they can best be loved. Maybe you simply ask them, hey, is it okay if I give you a hug? And let them tell you, because you're asking them. You're giving them the choice. When they're a baby, learning to be avoidant, they didn't get a choice. It was forced upon them. I think what most avoidant people want you to know is that they don't enjoy being this way. It's not something they're doing intentionally. They don't enjoy pushing away affection or attachment. But I think that what they want you to really understand is, if you let them know that you're there for them, because at one point in my life, I was quite avoidant. If you let us know you're there for us, and you fill us in, and you understand and expect when we push you away, because that's what we initially learned to do, you'll see that they'll appreciate you much more, and that will slowly help them come out of their shell. And then maybe you can be the consistent hand on their back saying, hey, would you like to go to counseling? And if they say no, you say, okay, no problem. <laughs> Give me a call if you change your mind. But really, just letting them know that you're consistent and that you're going to show them that, look, if you push me away, that's okay. I'll give you the space you need. I'll leave you be. And can avoidance change and grow and become better? Absolutely. And they can become even better with help, knowing that they're not going to be punished for the way that they are. And they want to change. But just like anything that's worth having, it takes effort to get. So I hope this video has cleared up some of the perhaps misconceptions about avoidant attachment. And I'd love to answer some questions if you guys have any regarding attachment. So please leave it in the comments below. And that's all I had for today. If you found this video helpful, I'd like to know it. So don't forget to smash like. And I'll talk to you all next time.